Happy Friday, everybody. Sherb, the crazy Asian. Thank you for checking out the station. If you're familiar, today is Friday. It's personal development. For my, for those of you that don't know, I do a Sherm's speaking series. So that way I have a theme each day where I do in my podcast. So Monday is um, leadership. Tuesday is career progression. Wednesday is motivation. Thursday is social media. And Friday is personal development. And that way you can consume me whenever you decide to, right? So that way you can ignore me Monday to you know Monday to Thursday if all that you care about is my thoughts on personal development. At the same time, I try to describe my captions or my titles of my segments so that way if they are of interest to you, you can check them out. If they are not of interest to you, that's okay, right? Like my my role is to is to curate information, is to bring forth different thoughts, and not all of them are you going to want to enjoy, right? So some of you might be entrepreneurial and you're like career progression. I'm happy. I'm following my passions. I'm doing my thing. I don't need to listen to that, right? Where other people are like, you know what? I really need to know how I can build my personal brand. So I'd love to know your thoughts on social media. There you go. So today here on. Um, what we want to focus on on personal development is embracing your inner crazy, okay? So that's where I'm going to go off of number one is I embrace this crazy Asian. And what was interesting, I was talking to my buddy Andres Escobar, um, and he'll, he's, he's, he's here on Anchor, so go find him. And he and I were talking, and he's like, all of a sudden, it seemed like when you embrace the crazy Asian, it seemed like just the gates unleashed a little bit. So let me just talk to you a little bit about that. So um, for the longest time, I was only on LinkedIn uh, professionally, and then on Facebook, I would post the occasional stuff of, of the family, and I and I didn't see any value, nor did I want to put myself out there because my, my business and, and, and the industry that I'm in is heavily, heavily regulated. Um, and so about August of last year, um, August of 2016, I decided I'm going to go all in. I'm going to up, open up everything public. Um, so I started uh, putting a lot of my my private stuff, uh, making it making it private that you couldn't see. Um, you know, a lot of my kids and birthdays and things like that. So that way, if they decide that they're going to be public, that's their choice. But I'm not. It's not going to come from me. And so um, I, I and then I got, I opened up an Instagram, opened up a Twitter, and then I I connected with uh, Madeline Scalar uh, to understand Twitter and started creating a strategy when it came to just social media. And then I just started going all in, right? I was just putting out a bunch of stuff. One of the great things that I did is I followed Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, those of you that are following him, follow him. And I and I just, I did what he was doing, right? So he was showing me exactly what to do. Plus he was talking about it and I was just mimicking him, right? Like, and I was just, I'm not, I'm, I'm consuming this content and I'm doing it my style, right? So, so I don't have a team, but I, so I'm doing it, I'm doing it my way. At the same time, I don't want to do what he does. So again, um, and I don't like the Jets either. So that's his own choice. Um, he likes the total underdog. He is the, the, the epitome of the underdog. And so I started just, just, um, creating basic is just me being me. And so one of the things, if you remember in the two thousand end of 2016, there was just a ton of negativity surrounding the election, right? And the very, very close minded, very just crass and rude statements. And so I was like, I just want to be a positive voice out there to the community, to people. And so I decided just to hold myself out there. And so I did. And so um, it was just me being me. And I, I, the first video that I did was I talked about a dollar bill and how it's crumpled up and it's treated poorly. It's drawn through the, through the trash and you're just, and it's told that it's a piece of garbage. But the, what's the value of that dollar? Even though it might be torn and tattered and dirty, it's still the value of a dollar. And that's exactly how some people's lives feel. That's how some people do feel. 
is that they were kind of put through the ringer, so to speak, and that, they're, that they feel torn and tattered and not really whole. But their still worth of a human being is unlimited. They're amazing, and they shouldn't count themselves out. And so the moment that I put that out there, I got some good responses from some friends. It was nice, da-da-da. But I got the most amazing one from a friend of mine down in Houston who's kind of been watching me, and he said, hey, I've been watching your story, and I was a single dad for about six years. And so he's like, I just have been amazed by you. And so um, I felt like this, vid this video was straight, straight for me. And so I just wanted to say thanks. And that, that response was like, literally, it was like fuel on the fire. I just exploded, right? And so I just went all in on, on more and more things and, and, and making sure that I had a presence. And so I um, ended up creating about 700 different YouTube videos and giving different advice on different topics. And so um, I still have that YouTube channel. You can go ahead and check it out. It's Sherman on. Um, not unique there. And then I wanted to embrace me. So why did I decide to go all in on social media? The reason why I decided to go all in is number one is I read the book, Simon Sinek, Start With Why. If you haven't read the book, you can basically check out the YouTube video. Um, it circulates quite a bit on social media. Also, if you uh, find a, a best of TED Talks, he basically summarizes his entire book in basically 15 minutes and shows you the golden circle where you have in, in the middle of the circle, uh, you have the word why. And outside of that circle is another bigger circle, but then it's the word how, and then outside of that, it's the word what. And so, it's the idea that what is your why is going to be far more motivating, not only in business, but also to yourself. And so what I did was I found my why. And for me, it was to leave a legacy by positively impacting people. And by getting that response to that video that I had made for my buddy down in Texas, I decided I'm going to go all in on this thing. I'm going to be me on this platform. I'm going to spread my unique positivity because I'm kind of a cockeyed optimist, right? Like no matter what situation I kind of go through, I can kind of just go, okay, yeah, let's find the positive thing. Let's just keep going, right? Like, um, oh, you lost your leg? No big deal. I'm going to be a motivational speaker. Boom. How do you like that? Um, boom. I went through a divorce. I was a single dad. Boom, I'm going to crush this dad thing, and my sons and I are going to have the greatest relationship. Um, and, and we do. We have a pretty awesome relationship. So, um, and, and not that I'm a perfect dad, guys. I, I, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not perfect. My sons and my wife will tell you I'm not perfect. <laughs> I got married last year. Um, so, now I, have, now I have four sons. I, I'm, I'm blessed with sons. So, on this context of me going all in on social media, it was to be able to promote my vision and my why of leaving a legacy by positively impacting people. Now that's whether you and I engage just on social media for one second, one post, one engagement, whatever that was, or you've known me for a lifetime. I want our net relationship to always be positive. I want to make sure that I've left a positive impact on your life and I help you, helped you get more out of your life. So then I looked at the different decisions that I make when it came to career. Why did I choose a career in financial services? Well, it's because finances is very stressful for a lot of people. And why did I find the, um, why did I kind of gravitate towards the opportunity to public speak and to teach is because I enjoy the opportunity to help people win. And I want you to have a positive outcome when it comes to your um, overall finance. So that's why I chose that career. And then I started looking at then um, what I decided to do as I embraced 
the crazy Asian. Um, and that really started happening really in 2017. So it was just me being me, right? I was, I was, I was doing my own positivity. I was, you know, kind of documenting what I'm going through at the time and the different things that I was doing. And then, um, in 2017, um, you know, my, my wife actually gave a talk in church and was talking about how she knew me as the crazy Asian. And I was like, oh, my God, Cause that's how my 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 uh, my best buddy is the one that introduced me to her. She's um, it was his sister in law. And so because of that, it reminded me that when I was a freshman in college back in 1997, sorry, I'm dating myself. I am 38 years old. What's up? And then so I, I, I was known as the crazy Asian because I was literally crazy. I, would, I wanted to know everybody. I wanted to meet everybody on a campus of 30,000 people. And so I would, I would introduce myself to people. I would get girls' phone numbers like crazy. I loved just getting to know people and hearing their story, even, as a, even, even back then. And so um, I got known as the crazy Asian. A lot of times my buddies would stop walking with me from class to class because a normal walk of five minutes would become basically an hour for me. Um, I really don't have a good context of time. Um, I'm, I'm typically late to a lot of things. Um, I, it's something I am really actually working on. Um, it's just that it doesn't get done very good. Um, it still needs to be worked on. And so that's how the crazy Asian came out is that I was, I was, and, and then I DJed some, 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 some dances. I, I was, MC, I was a master of ceremonies at some different events. I was in student government. I did a lot of fun stuff and I just had a blast doing it. And I was pretty well known. And so no, 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 not that, that, not that that matters. I was in college and that was just a small community. So uh, at the same time, there's 30,000 people. So how really, how well known are you? And then I decided to embrace that persona and showcase that because that's really what that's really who I am and so I'm letting you see that now and letting you hear that and the different mediums allow me to showcase that to you Sherm's out all right so where am I going with this on personal development day embracing your crazy that's what I want you to do that each of us has this inner voice of who we think we should be or what we should be doing and it's this inner voice that we don't allow to have the the front seat and it doesn't mean that you need to be the crazy asian right that's the crazy asian's uniquely me right it but it does mean that there is something within you that's saying i want you to follow this passion i want you to do this i want you to share that and again when i say share it doesn't mean that you have to go on stage and speak to thousands of people sharing typically is best done one-on-one -on -one. Not everybody has the ability, the energy, the, 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 the charisma to be able to bring people onto stage, to be able to bring that energy into a room. And so um, at the same time, that one-on-one -on -one conversation can be far more valuable, far more influential than a group mass setting. And so when you think about mentoring or sharing, that's what I think of, right? I think of kind of this mentoring relationship where you're reaching out to somebody else that needs direction, that needs guidance, that, that needs to hear your story. And it could just be, it could be a sibling, it could be a spouse, it could be, a ch it could be your children. And by them being able to hear your story, they're gonna be inspired. And them being able to feel your, 
um, your caring, your, your, your love, your compassion, they're going to be able to then move forward in a way that's meaningful for them. Um, and they're going to be able to translate your different engagement into something that's meaningful for them. And so as you embrace your crazy, you have to unshackle yourself with things that are holding you back. One of the first ones is confidence. Man, so many people struggle with this that they, they aren't confident that they can do those things. They, they aren't confident that they should do those things. They, the confidence is so lacking because they're trying to put themselves in a context that isn't them, right? So they, they, you, know, they look, you look at the crazy Asian, they're like, well, I'm not the crazy Asian. You shouldn't be. One, you might not be Asian, so you should be the crazy Asian. But why don't you be the authentic version of yourself that you know you should be? And so, and it doesn't mean that you have to right now go and quit your job, but could you, if you're really passionate about art later on today, could you go to a local um, art, um, art gallery and go get inspired? Could you go to the local museum and go check out artwork? Could you go to maybe uh, uh, your, your, your son's uh, art teacher and see if you could volunteer your time? There's multiple ways that you can follow your passions, and it isn't always abandoning your career to go follow passion. You could still enjoy your job as a computer programmer and decide that you're going to play in a band on the weekends and totally enjoy that and not have to have that band be the Beatles or that band be U2 or that band you know, take over your full-time gig. It could be something that you do on the side that's just totally enjoyable. And so as you think about gaining confidence i think for a lot of people this is their biggest hurdle and so i was thinking today about how you could gain more confidence and i think the way that you gain more confidence is by doing and i and i know that that sounds very scary and i know that sounds almost simplistic i don't know a better way to learn than by doing because you can read and you can study you can observe but there's not a better teacher than you specifically doing it. Because you can watch me do it. You can watch others do it. You can even read about doing it. But until you actually do something, it's very different for you to be able to understand how it works for you and how it translates for you. And so you, you, in order to gain confidence, you have to understand too, by doing, you're going to win and you're going to lose. Win and lose. Fail and succeed multiple times. It's not, it's not going to be a one and done. You're going to constantly jump back and forth in this thing, right? So if you decide that you're going to go, um, you know, play the guitar, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to hit some notes. You're going to not hit some notes. You're going to hit some notes. You're going to not hit some notes. You're going to, you're going to play, be able to play a good riff. Then you're going to be able to suck at it. Then you're going to be able to play the entire song. Then you're not going to be able to play another song, right? And you're, and you're slowly getting better over the years and over the months <clears throat> because if this is truly a passion, isn't this something that you would do your entire life? And so by gaining confidence, that can help you embrace your crazy. And each of us got a little bit of crazy because you think it's crazy, not everybody else. Okay, so now that you're doing, now that you're embracing a little bit of your inner crazy and you decided to go after your passions, you decided to do something and you're winning and you're losing, you're succeeding, and you're failing, and you're understanding it's just like a, a, a toddler that learns to walk, that it doesn't get upset when it makes a good step or does a bad, you know, or has a fall. And now it might hurt a little bit, but 
it's still it, it he or she decides to continue to get up and continue to try to learn to walk because walking is an important thing that they see everybody else doing and they want to be able to do it the, exactly the same way and so what you're doing here is again you're being authentically yourself unapologetically yourself as i like to call it and you're embracing your inner crazy and the reason why i say crazy is because in your mind it is crazy everybody else it might just be normal oh that's who, when i started um go, going online and putting my persona out there my brother though my oldest brother was like that's exactly who i thought you were i, I was i'm it, it doesn't surprise me at all that you're doing this was his response. Um, and so that's where you want to be able to embrace that inner crazy because people already probably assume that that's who you are and, you know, and follow those passions. And understand if you're patient with yourself and you can understand that you're going to win and you're going to lose, you're going to fail and you're going to succeed. If you understand that, you need to be then, per, you need to continue to persevere. And that's a really undervalued characteristic that humans do not um, really go after is perseverance. The the idea of persistency that you can just keep going at it. You have this will to win, uh, which by the way is a phenomenal poem if, if you haven't if you haven't heard it. And so as you as you go to um, persistency, one of the things that's going to creep up is fears, the fear of failure, the fear of what you think others might be thinking. Think think about like listen to that listen to that words. It's what it's your fear uh, because you're thinking what they might be thinking. So you have no context on what they might be thinking because you haven't asked them. But in your mind, for whatever reason, you think it could be negative. What if you were to think that everybody's response was going to be positive? I will be honest. A lot of what I do, I am shocked if people don't like it. <laughs> I expect whatever I'm doing, people are going to enjoy, right? When I put out this segment, this podcast, yeah, people should love this. Uh, you know, if people that, you know, give me feedback, I had like this, I am a little bit surprised. I'm, I am, I'm definitely humbled that people will take their time to give me the positive feedback. At the same time, the moment that I've published it and put it out there and posted it, I'm like, you should really enjoy this. Now, of course, it's not polished, it's raw, it's unedited, it's just me being me. I think you should enjoy that though. I think you should like that. And so that's the cockeyed optimist in me, right? That I'm just like, oh, you should just love what I'm doing. Love it. And so I want you to get to that point. I want you to be shameless like I am, where you just don't get embarrassed about anything. And you understand the place of fear in this context. So let's say first, let's go with the first one. Fear of failing. So number one is if you fail, and you probably will, all of us do. We all make mistakes. We all fumble. Um, but that's okay because we just learned what we should not be doing. So you decided to launch a business and you ran out of money and now you need to go to a loan to someone or some bank. What did you learn from that? Well, I learned that I need to have more money set aside or I, need, I, lear I learned that I should have got rid of some of my expenses. I learned that I shouldn't have uh, invested into staff so early. Okay, lesson learned. Now what's next? Oh, you know, I, I, um, you know, I, I lost that big case. Oh, well, what happened? You know, well, were you were prepared? Yeah, I was. Was it just timing? Yeah, it was just timing, right? Like, so then what did you learn? Well, I should have had more people on the, on, on the hook, right? So instead of having like five clients, potential clients that I'm working with, I have, I have 15 potential clients that I'm working with. So that way I'm in, in a world of abundance, not at a scraping around for because of scarcity. 
And so that, that, that abundance mentality can still hold true. Perfect. That, that's a lesson learned, right? Um, I, I'm afraid that I could fail because I'm not prepared. Well, then what do you need to learn? What do you need to know now in order for you to be successful? And so as you think about how fear is actually a teaching tool for you in order to be better, in order to be more prepared, in order to learn from your mistakes, that's why you have fear. So it's that you, you want to leverage the fear for your advantage to win. Crazy Asian KT here. Yeah, man. The inner crazy side. Yeah, I feel like we all need to embrace it. You know, when we're crazy, we're going all in and we're leveraging our fears. That's a winning combo right there. And we're winning the day. We're seizing each moment. We're living it around just being passionate. You know, I'm just tying everything in together through these six or seven segments. And if you're not if you're not a little bit crazy, you're not living. I mean, it's true. We all have that crazy side to go out there and do adventurous things and be thrill seekers and, you know, blah, 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 etc. Do it. Go out there. And if you're, if you're willing to be passionate, if you're willing to be crazy enough to do it, go all in on it. Make sure it's all in. Don't leave everything out there on the table. You know, don't, don't hide your cards. Leave it out there. Be open. Be yourself. And most importantly, make some developments.